0: get drunk most every day I seem to find myself a late might be honest look I'm still routin' like a pump I fell
1: down but my dick still look well a update on my penis if you guys uh boy. were so have <laughs> <act> to <laughs> <oblige>. um
2: <laughs> I was taking <laughs> I was certainly wondering, I was wondering about your penis. Yeah, sure.
1: Well, you know, it's summertime and you don't have to pee as much on the job in the summertime because you mostly sweat it out. Mm-hmm. But, um, there, where I am in my day, there's not a whole lot of places to go. So I, I've been utilizing the, uh, the pee in the cup, dump the cup, uh, you know, philosophy that I, you know, I usually go by any which way. Well, I, Started doing a modified version of the the, the through the hole that you guys because I did realize that you know you can be a lot more if you are not you don't have to Alan's right, you don't have to completely undo and I completely undo when I'm at a urinal situation or a toilet situation, but I found that I can go really incognito if you just do the through the hole. Well, I started to experience some penis pain after about a week of going through the hole. And it, uh, I, I'm not bragging or anything. I'm just saying, I think there's a little bit of a girth issue with the uh, the coming through the hole. So I just want to let you know that I've created a modified where you unzip, right? Leave button, leave belt on, just unzip. And then you actually get your thumb through and up to the elastic of your underwear. And then you just pull that down enough to unleash and then you don't have any scissor action going from the sides of the hole. Because I was really nervous. Because I'm in my I'm like, at some point in my life, I, there's gonna be I, there's gonna be a, is there gonna be a penis problem? Is that like a thing? Is there automatically a penis problem as you age? I don't I don't
0: think so. I don't think
1: that's necessarily true. Because I was having some pain on the left hand side of uh of my happy stick there, and I was like, what is going on? I'm like the only thing I can think that I've done different is I've been peeing through the hole. And so now, yeah, I've got a modified pee through the hole. It's actually a pee down the strap.
2: Yeah, I one, to backtrack, I don't know if that's always a thing. You know, I'm not not entirely sure. There was going to be, gravity is going to take effect. And, and uh, you know, just, uh, uh, <clears throat> we are live tissue and things yeah. are going to droop. Um, no, but I don't know if you're going to get left side of the penis pain as you, you described it. <clears throat> I don't know, man. You don't know. You could have, you could have bashed into something and not known it uh no i'm
1: pretty sure if you bash it something with the dickle region of your cock uh you're gonna feel it and you're gonna you're, it's not gonna be like this oh what happened that i actually bump into a walk-in door hand you're gonna know exactly what happened when it probably second it happened mm.
0: i think it's just bad execution of using the fly hole you just don't know how to use it you're an amateur
1: what, what 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 am i doing wrong
0: i no, mean man, you're not getting enough of, you're not getting enough of it out there i think i've gone over this i get i get i get the whole package out there i just know that's all just balls bad. Balls come out too because i can't risk it i can't risk getting pinched in there that's crazy talk i know but
1: i feel like you're going to become a castrato and fucking sing for the vatican if you keep that for no, two
0: not no no you'd be surprised no, I think I
1: will, considering I, I'm talking like a sharp pain on that one side. And I think it's because that's the side, like when you open it up, that's the side that wants to tuck itself further across. You know what I mean? And I think that was uh, up against me. Anyway, I'm just saying, when you told me that I peed wrong, I, I know that I'm correct after that amount of pain that I felt for about three or four days. And thankfully, I've rectified that situation. The penis is strong.
2: I think maybe what you need to do is just wear your boxer briefs inside out. And maybe it's not necessarily a, uh, you know, Mm. maybe it's a leanage thing. Maybe you lean one way. You know, you just need it. You need the, or buy boxer briefs that have the hole that come out that start the other side. You know, the stitching's the, uh, you know, just a reverse angle.
0: I think, uh, Uh, go ahead
2: now,
1: go ahead, go ahead. I'm just trying to get the logic straight here. So you're telling me to put my boxers, boxer briefs on. Inside out, so that the hole is stretching the opposite direction. So now I can have paint on the right side of my penis.
2: Well, it, it, it's just, te- first of all, it's a litmus test, it's a test thing. Okay. And second of all, I was just thinking about that. Maybe so you don't have to buy more underwear, but go on Amazon and find boxer briefs that have stitching on the opposite side where the hole starts. But you know, I, I don't pretend to know where your boxer brief hole starts. Could be left side, could be right side, but whatever it is, try the opposite well or why don't
1: you guys just attempt my methodology of just you know it's a, you, you tuck the thumb up you grab the waistband and you pull it straight down and then you just hold that there, and there you go
0: so i i've done that in the past in like a hurried state because sometimes you know fiddling around through the hole to can take an extra second and if you really got to piss in a crowded bar or something you know what i mean you really got to get after it so i don't that i don't disparage your newfound method of going pee. Like I I I'm okay with it. I'm just saying I think there's a little user error going on in the usage of of how you're going pee through the hole is all I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. let me if for and furthermore, you can get there are pairs of boxer briefs now where it's it's a center. So it's not like a left or a right hole. It's like a bottom top, if that makes sense. So you would just pull them up pull it all out. And then slide it all back in. Does that all make sense? Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. I, I, yeah, I, it sort of does. But I just think it's I think
1: magically. the over. I think the overlapping of the flaps, that scissor action. Hmm. It just I it, it just yeah, it just, it just it just it's a scary it's a scary thought. And every time I try to reach in there, I just feel I feel like I, I'm like in some sci-fi movie, and it's like you got to find the you got to find the alien pod. Where this it's, you're just digging around. It just feels like too much effort. It just. And my method just seems really, I, I, again, I'm all about the unbuckled pants. I think that's the right way to go every time. But in a pinch, just don't get yourself in a pinch.
2: Yeah, don't pinch yourself or get yourself into a pinch. I will admit there is something intriguing about this kind of like credit card slide with your thumb. Like up, well, do, you, do you go bottom up? Like,
1: Yeah, just kind of like, like you just kind of loop and scoop. Okay. Loop just kind of up. Grab it with the thumb and then pull straight down, and you're it, good. Everything's 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 there. I mean, you still got to worry about the teeth of the zipper and all that jazz, but you yeah. know, you know, you're coordinated.
2: You're good. Loop and scoop. Isn't that how, uh, Isn't that how Sandler tries to teach uh, the young boy in in Big Daddy how to tie a shoe? <laughs>
0: it sounds very similar.
2: <laughs> maybe that was John Stewart when he, when he finds out that he's the dad. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you guys don't remember this? Come on!
1: There's I'm a... remembering Big Daddy. I know what you're talking about.
0: I Love the movie. I just don't recall that exact scene because yeah. But I and I definitely don't think it's,
1: it's loop and scoop. That doesn't make any sense. Like I mean, I know he's talking about the rabbit and he he loops around the hole and I don't know. But he's yeah, like,
0: I think it's loop swoop and Pull Now that you mention it, loop, but
2: swoop and pool. That's right. Yeah.
0: Either, okay. either way. Fuck
2: us! <laughs> Maybe that's what we're, call, we're calling her. The loop. There's a million
0: different fucking lines you could have thought of from that movie, and that's the one.
2: Well, yeah, I, the it's one that makes most sense when we're talking about his fucking thumb jab, <clears throat> fucking slide up and down to create uh, create a hole that doesn't scissor his fucking his Mister Happy so he can pee in a cup. And again, I what I pee in the cup, dump the cup method. I mean. Yeah, but you, you talk about that like that's commonplace. I got some some sort of <clears throat> nursery rhyme. Yeah, well, you do the pee-in-the-cup-dump-the-cup method. Like, yeah, well, you know it, it,
1: it's <laughs> because, okay, I, I've got, look, I know some people and they will drink like literally like three bottles of water like first thing in the morning so that they have three bottles in case they have to go three times. And I'm like, why would you do that? I bring a just. I have disposable coffee cups, I, that's how I start my day. Giant 20 ounce disposable coffee cup right out my Keurig from the house and then when I go to move myself to uh, you know away from the building, I've got this cup with me all day and then I can just go, I put the lid on just in case there's any oopsies on the way back to the, uh, the front of the vehicle and then I just pop the top, give it a good, a good splashing across the grass, put the top back on. Put it in a nice, safe
2: spot until I have to go again. Mm, you kill that grass, too. You know that, right? Kills that grass. Dude,
1: let me tell you something. <laughs> I take a lot of vitamins.
2: <laughs> yeah. Are oh, your peas impervious? Oh, no. No, no, I'm not
1: saying that at all. I'm saying there's odor. Mm. <laughs> the first thing, first one of the day, oh, there's an odor. And I don't know what's happening to that grass. The grass is either going to grow the greatest and greenest it's ever been, Or it's probably, yes, just brown patch, like, as soon as I pull away.
2: Like, Mad Max. There was a legitimate asking for a friend amongst a friend group of mine that someone said if you had a water bottle and had to pee in it in an emergency, would you wash it out and use it again? Like, a a really good stainless steel one.
0: Is it hot water? I was like, I think most of them were dishwasher safe.
2: You can wash it out any way you want. I think the idea is is the oh. mental hurdle that you pissed in a, a small thermos and then and then, then you're drinking out of it again.
1: Oh, yeah. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. I was just thinking like you, you you went in it, it was still filled, and then you dumped it in like the gas station toilet and then like cleaned it in the gas station toilet. Would you then fill it up with water and drink out of it? Oh, And yeah. I, get, I think sadly I'm answering that question for you, which is like, yeah, what's the big deal?
2: <laughs> Is it, no, that I, this was certainly like I wash it a couple times, maybe some bleach. Uh, but I, you know, basically, could, could you get over that mental hurdle? Yeah, I did. I don't know. All of us were like, yeah. Maybe there was one schmuck.
0: Fucking just a little hot boiling water will do, especially if it's like a stainless steel guy. You're fucking good.
2: Yeah, some some people just can't get that image out of their mind. They they you know they pulled their pants all the way down. And they peed in it
0: be different if you shit it yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah that's yeah that's that
1: one yeah, that one i think we're yeah we're going for the nearest dumpster that one's not reusable but yeah the pee I, yeah yeah well you're
2: Especially not even it's my pee you're not even going to give yourself the chance to wash it out you're throwing that whole thing away there's no like dumping the poop out and then taking it back and then contemplating on your way home like oh I, this is this thing's been really good to me this thing's been a savior it's for five years with poop in it. that's right yeah just, another one Tell your yeah. girlfriend or wife, I don't know, it got stolen. <laughs>
1: hey, yeah. no, another fun fact, while we're kind of on the subject, you know, that I can drink my own pee, but like in an emergency situation, like Bear girls has you out in the desert, and it's like, all right, we've got no water, you're going to have to drink your pee. Now, I can drink my pee, but I can't drink your pee. Mm. Uh, yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> Even though it's sterile, I can't drink your pee, because if I drink your pee, I am, like, literally ingesting anything that you have in your body that is, uh, you know, that's fine for you. Like, if you've got some ailment that your body's able to, like, stave off through your immune system, Mm -hmm. mine, it will just wreck me immediately.
2: There was a really good... Do you guys remember HBO did a mini-docu-series leading up to big boxing matches called 24-7? They then expanded it into other things. But boxing's where it started. And they had a... It was Mayweather's return fight. He was fighting Juan Manuel Marquez... And Marquez had – from the heart of Mexico City, and he would try pretty much anything to see if he'd get an edge and did a, a brief stint of drinking his own pee. And mind you, these guys are dehydrated as fuck. You know what I mean? And he oh, yeah. he does it on camera. Pisses – well, they don't show the whole thing. All you see is a stream, and then he sips on it. And, of course, Mayweather mocks the shit out of it. He puts grape juice in a cup and then comes out of the bathroom. And he's like, this right here, grade A certified gorilla piss. Mm, damn, that's good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did hear okay. that um, Mexican boxers and Mexican, like, jockeys, they they pee on their hands to, like, it, it, it turns, like, I guess the ammonia, like, roughens the skin over time, like, leathers it up. So, yeah.
2: Wow. I think there was another, there was a, what was Bear Grills on? What was it called?
0: Uh, well, it's got several There's shows. Lots of stuff. Yeah. Uh,
2: what's the one that made him faint? Man, I
0: think it's like Man vs. Wild. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. I think the, that's it.
2: The one that I saw that involved urine is he pees in a bandana or something like that and puts it over for for hydration purposes. He's in the desert, so you piss. So if you if you find yourself needing to not sweat out a bunch, yeah, pee into a bandana and cover your face and head in that.
1: Yeah, that that smelled. Delightful. It's wonderful, know. man. <laughs> and then the, you'll attract enough flies to get your protein.
0: <laughs> I like this uh, uh, this new set, this new show with him, where he like he takes a celebrity and like throws them off the mountains and shit. Like that shit's mad funny. Well, if you haven't watched it, you should check it out. Like, and I would just like you have the world at your disposal now. So just go through the episodes. Really, like, don't go for the ones with the athletic people. Like, get the no. Anthony Anderson one. You know that's that's the one you want. Like you don't want well, you don't want fucking Dave Batista. He's good at stuff. He's big and strong. Like fucking fuck that. Yeah, get the shitty ones. Yeah, no, he actually said that uh,
1: Will Ferrell was. He says he said Will Ferrell is a champ because Will Ferrell was one of his first ones. Yeah, and they now they only do like three days. Yeah, with Will Ferrell they ended up doing seven days because the weather was so shit and yeah. it was in like the snow. And yeah. so he he's just like, <laughs> Will Ferrell had no idea what he was getting himself into. And I had no idea what I was getting Will Ferrell into. But he made it the whole time. And, yeah, they're, it's interesting, too, because I think these guys are, you know, you get out in the wilderness and you're vulnerable and shit. They actually tell good, good stories and not just fucking –
2: and he's a good interviewer, too.
0: Yeah.
1: Fucking bear grills.
2: I thought you were saying the new one with him where he grills bears. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Middle class holes, everybody. Foxman, Mur, Allen. Uh, hey, we've talked about monkeys a lot, apes in general on this uh, on this podcast. We talked about uh, monkey rodeos in the South Pacific. We talked about bar entertainment somewhere in Japan, where they have bartenders and monkeys who play games with each other. We've talked about creating a super ape for war purposes, and God knows was that in the states? Was that in the United States?
0: Pause don't forget monkey whoa, whoa. uh monkey dog hit squads uh that was my personal favorite
2: monkey dog hit yeah. squads uh monkeys getting loose in pennsylvania uh you know a, a, yeah. a laboratory tractor trailer falls over and god they haven't done any follow up on that god knows what yeah. little, those little <laughs> bastards are <laughs> hey
1: uh, the monkey olympics in thailand
0: oh yeah yeah you know, remember that the, the,
1: the that a lot
2: of monkey work I, I, that was <laughs> that was the monkey rodeos that's what i was talking about
1: well, no, that was a monkey rodeo was a totally, well, well, there was another monkey rodeo, because there is a, I actually interviewed a guy uh, down in Salisbury who he took his, took his monkey around to uh, like tractor pools and shit, and they did like a literal monkey rodeo where he rode like a, like a, one of those Australian hound dogs or whatever, sheep <laughs> <cheat> dogs.
2: <laughs> he strong little bastards, he probably held on for eight seconds, Luke Perry style.
1: Yeah, well, and he will, and he would, and the little monkey would rope like, uh, like lambs and shit. Nice.
2: Yeah, some bastards. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> this comes out of uh, Tasmania. Uh, so someone snuck into a zoo uh, in an attempt to steal money from a moat or a body of water that where, where the monkey enclosure is. Okay, They jump in. Uh, the zoo authorities <laughs> find out about it. Okay, And they urge this person to turn themselves in because, quote, uh, you could... Potentially catch a, va- a, a, a excuse me a fatal uh, form of herpes herpes uh, B virus that is mostly carried by monkeys asymptomatic they usually pass it uh, from touch to touch and it can be ca- it can it, it can get into mostly anything that they touch uh, this be it the water stream now I I don't know not the water stream but the water in the enclosure. Uh, so, the virus can be asymptomatic shed by monkeys through bodily fluids or thomite uh, that is any material that it comes in contact with, which includes the water enclosure so it's uh, it 's been known to kill thirty humans record worldwide on recorded worldwide uh, I mean i don 't know this sounds like a drastic plea that the uh, <laughs> that the, they want their money back, but maybe maybe they do think someone could be in harm 's way here with the uh, herpes B simplex or whatever the fuck it 's called
1: okay. There's a lot to unpack on this one because, all right, let's just say I'm a common criminal uh-huh. and I, I won't make a couple dollars. <laughs> is robbing the monkey enclosure, like, is that your fucking Ocean's Eleven? Like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to break into the zoo. We're going to dive in the monkey moat and we're going to steal all those quarters that all these assholes have been tossing
0: in there. Wait, so I was gonna say, is that what it was? Was it like people's money that they had chucked in there, like or like the way West read it? It was like for some odd reason, there's a secret treasure in the fucking monkey yeah. moat.
2: No, it's it's like, coins. It's coins that are thrown in by okay. by by attendees of the <laughs> zoo. Which I'm shocked that they allow them to do that. Maybe well, they that don't. It's also still fucking
0: do it. like not a thing that's allowed, that should be allowed. This
2: is Tasmania. Totally. I, these these people, they're they're devils out there. Don't know how they get away with these things but yeah so uh so what were you saying or you're gonna roll the dice if you need a few bucks on herpes no D? Th- th- that's the point is like there's so like go find a kid selling lemonade
1: on the side of the street and just steal their money like that's like a more legitimate way of earning some cash than like diving into the monkey pool and trying to steal coins like that's just the dumbest thing ever and I don't even think monkey's herpes is a real thing that's happening. I think this is one of those deals where, like, the cops are like, Ooh, we heard that there might be some bad drugs out there. Bring them on down to the police station and we'll test them for you. And then they arrest you. They're just trying to scare whoever dove in the monkey enclosure into thinking they have, there's no symptoms. You'll show no signs, but you'll have monkey herpes. Unless we come test you out, so come on down if you dove in the monkey enclosure and stole, you know, two bits.
2: That's not necessarily true. It, there's, it's asymptomatic amongst uh, apes. Okay. It certainly is okay. symptomatic amongst I question,
0: humans. I got a, a question. So, uh, Wes, does the article say what kind of monkeys? Uh, uh, it
2: different? doesn't. There's a picture, but I don't know, necessarily know if these are. Uh, if this is some sort of stock photo, uh, let's see. Here. If you give me a moment. Um, i'm not seeing any type of uh any type of make or model of monkey that's fair <laughs> i'm trying to think the type of monkey
1: enclosure you'd had like they would be okay with you throwing coins I, in there it's got to be a i mean page. I, I guess
2: we're, we're, so we're, here's, here's
0: what i have found out and not that we believe not that like anyone on the planet believes the cdc anymore because you know the CDC, mm. but the CDC says that herpes simply or herpes virus B extremely rare. And you can, people typically get infected with the B drivers if they are bitten or scratched by an infected macaque monkey. I like saying macaque. Um, oh. so like <laughs> legit, it's like the only one that's named only species of monkey. The plot So it had to be macaque. Macaques are little, they're little bastards. Um, I think macaques are those ones uh, were dog fucking hit squad monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these um, are these
2: are little macaques, not big macaques. All right, fair enough. Yeah, no, you.
0: not huge macaques, like medium sized macaques. Okay, I would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. juicy though. Gotcha.
2: <laughs> <It's> likely <laughs> ones that fit through boxer brief holes with no problem. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but
1: I mean, but when you get a lot of macaques, I, it can do some damage. Well, this yeah.
2: just shows how ignorant I am because I'm looking at it right now, and I just passed over. That word macaques, M A C A Q U E S, and I just breezed <laughs> through it, not thinking that that was anything. like of, I don't <laughs> know what that word means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, well, yeah. See that that's just risky times. Like that, if they gang up on you, that's no good. So, and obviously, they have this deadly virus that you probably shouldn't get.
2: Yeah, I I do wonder. I really wonder how this transpired. Do you think it was someone who was in the zoo as a as a you know a pedestrian or someone who paid entrance fee and got in and was like, "Damn, there's a lot of money down there. I'm gonna go get her." Or Was this word of mouth, or do you think some bum just got that desperate? I don't think <clears throat> if Tasmania is anything like Australia, it's a lot of middle class. There's not a lot of homeless or or poor. Not a lot of not a lot of rich people. But uh, you know, not to, not to say there's not petty crime or theft or. Uh, Macaque breaking and entering, or something like that. (laughs) Get my hands on macaque money. (laughs) Breaking and entering into a macaque cage.
1: (laughs) No, it's just there's, look, there's people that just break into zoos for no reason. And I I always root for the animal when you go in the animal cage. So if this guy's going to, like, if he's going to die slowly of some sort of, uh, you know, monkey herpes, eh, fuck him. Let him die. Yeah, he's got his. $8.35, Eight dollars and thirty-five hmm. cents. You know, you go buy some ointments if he needs them. I look. I don't have any sympathy for this person. Um, but no, I just think it's there's random assholes that steal from everything that they see shiny coins. They're like fucking rabid raccoons and they just start getting their grubby little paws on things and they won't let go. That's all that happened here. I. They shouldn't be. Th- the zoo is partly responsible for allowing people to throw money, and in, into into my cock water
2: yeah i that seems odd to me and alan you chimed in on that i wouldn't aren't these monkeys so goddamn curious that they would grab don't you think some young macaque is going to eat a fucking silver dollar or whatever the hell the tasmanian currency is
0: i mean i would think so but maybe at some point in time like or maybe they've learned you know what i mean maybe they've evolved like through generations they're like oh well Stupid humans just throw stuff down there, and that stuff's useless to us. Uh-huh. So we just leave it down there and shit herpes bee on it <laughs> until some, until some jack wagon jumps in our macaque water
2: poop, poop, poop herpes bee on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, that's what? what happens.
1: Here's what here's what the problem might be is once I mean, if a you know how a monkey can throw some poop, they can slang some poop. Right? Imagine now they start slanging half dollars.
2: That's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: You could have yourself a nice little monkey war, and that they could take a few patrons out pretty quick.
2: You know, the p- people used to, uh, the real ornery kids would put rocks and snowballs. You put a silver dollar in some poop, stuff it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or just not put it in poop and throw
2: it. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, <clears throat> I'm just going to say something. I was going to say something lasting about this, but it slipped my mind. I got so many, so many thoughts about macaques and poop and herpes and all this stuff. Oh, yeah. So do you think the person, if he were or she, were to contract this potentially deadly he, virus, do you think? okay. That, well, yeah. yeah, we've been <laughs> over this. He, you're right. It, uh, <laughs> do you think he would rather have like a herpes simplex that would just give him cold sores throughout the remainder of his life? Or do you think at this point he's like, fuck it, just kill me? to get it over with. Mm.
1: I just want to know what the difference is. Like is it like a super herpes that like we don't like we can't come back from cuz everybody's got herpes in some some form or another. Okay? It's just what what form does it like display itself? You know, if, if you've got you know cold sores, do you have genital warts? You know, that's a big you know that that's a different expression. I mean, do, does your does your skin create some sort of like crystalline surface that will eventually like harden into a cocoon like what's the difference between monkey herpes and regular herpes well
2: one provides a cold sore where you get made fun of at parties or bars and the other is like the movie outbreak with Cuba gooding and dustin hoffman where you're on a cot shovelled up fucking dying there you go i'm a doctor yeah. i know wow. can they cure monkey herpes
0: so, yeah, you can get treatment. Hold on. Symptoms
2: start... <laughs> it's anointment. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's it's like a salve, I think they'd call it, but either way. Symptoms typically start within one month or being, of being exposed, but could appear in as little as three to seven days. First indications of herpes V, flu-like symptoms, as with everything, right? So fevers, muscle ache, fatigue, headache. Uh, then you develop small blisters on the wound, if you got bit or around where you may have touched the macaque. Um, And then that, once you get those blisters, you probably get some shortness of breath, some nausea and vomiting, abdominal pain and hiccups. Hiccups is a dangerous fucking symptom, by the way. Uh, And as the disease progresses, the virus spreads and can cause inflammation of the brain and spinal cord leading to all of the things that happen when your brain and spinal cord swell.
2: Mm. Damn, that sounds like outbreak to me. Yeah, so I think it sounds I like know. you could
0: let it get bad, but you should just get treated if you get in contact with macaque.
2: <laughs> Stay away from <laughs> macaque, <cock, all> right? <laughs> Steer clear. Wrap yourself up in Saran wrap.
0: How, how wait? How big are uh, macaques? <laughs> they vary in size, I believe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait. Too, too much bigger heads
1: <laughs> okay 16 to 28 inches up between uh 13 and 40 pounds so okay so let's 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 you know split the difference so a uh, so 20 inch macaque um about what uh 30 pounds okay so how many how many macaques do you think you could take at one <laughs> <It's>, time <laughs> this is an old three and out yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, I know, man. I know they're tough. I mean, I th- these are the monkeys that, like, I yeah, again, I was telling you about that. The, it gets on top of that guy's head and just like bites down and peels his skin off his head.
0: Saying no, not many, not more than like fucking three tops, and I think three is pushing it.
1: I think you're right. I think three. I think you can take three.
0: I think three, but you gotta make it quick. Like you gotta, you gotta snap one's neck like real fucking soon. Yeah. And they've got two to worry about, and they're definitely going to fuck you up on the way to getting out of this. But you might have a shot.
2: I've seen more than
0: three. You're fucked.
2: I've seen some videos on Pornhub where these girls are taking two, three hundred <laughs> macaques. <laughs> I
0: was going to say, oh, you know, you've seen uh, a gangbang of macaques roaming the streets, have you? I believe that's the technical term. For it was, girls, uh, it's
2: called this like the, the the Houston Five Hundred. Mm-hmm. I just, just
1: sometimes I think it's amazing that, you know, we watch UFC and we see like two dudes that you, that not a single one of us could handle for more than 30 seconds. And that's them giving us 15, a 15 second grace period. Could you imagine like you take the toughest UFC fighter in the world and put him in a ring with like three cute little fucking monkeys and just, is just screaming in agony within like a minute and a half
0: i mean i might i might adjust the for the curve on a ufc guy and get to like five but he's still getting fucking murdered yeah he's losing ball uh, with a quickness (laughs) by five fucking macaques
2: he's losing a part of his cock yeah that's ripped off
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: there's definitely gonna be fingers broken there's definitely gonna be some yeah some genital
0: mutilation maybe
1: an eyeball gone it's well, definitely
0: and, not. I'm gonna say those little motherfuckers are going for all of the soft tissue areas.
1: Yeah, and that's, Damn. and I guess that's my point is that like you would expect that human, that human man, to be able to like destroy the the toughest untrained man on planet Earth. I don't almost no matter the size, like a like a featherweight UFC fighter against like an untrained like 300 pound bar asshole. He'd take him to task. Yet he would be fucking probably fifty-fifty murdered by three twenty-inch mm. monkeys.
2: They were gonna they were gonna do five of them against UFC uh, heavyweight champion Francis Naganyu, but uh, they could only get four in the pre-fight blood test. One of them tested positive for herpes B, so mm-hmm. he couldn't uh, uh, he couldn't fight. God damn it! All <laughs> right, well, maybe maybe <laughs> next year. They, like, well,
0: they were like, "Oh, we can't show a person getting murdered by monkeys on fucking pay-per-view." <laughs>
1: Well, I now understand why the Coliseum was so goddamn popular.
2: <laughs> so they had macaques everywhere. They have been sick. <laughs> macaques everywhere in the Coliseum. <laughs> well, enough talk about macaques and the cocks all over Tasmania and the, the zoos. And I hope that I hope that lucky bastard made out with 40 bucks and no herpes. <laughs> I mean, how much how much money do you think you're going to get from a, a monkey enclosure puddle? Look, here's the thing.
0: I,
1: there are so many after hours zoo break-in stories why like what what are they doing like why why aren't there more security measures after hours isn't that the time when the animals are more likely to get out with nobody noticing aren't they so isn't it more likely for people to get in without anybody noticing too
2: aren't 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 most uh most of these animals nocturnal anyway
1: I would think so, because anytime you go to the zoo, they're all fucking sleeping. It's fucking boring as shit. You gotta get there when they've like chummed the waters. That's the only time the animals are active.
2: Maybe maybe they've evolved. Maybe they become daywalkers. Whatever. We've talked enough about it. We're gonna move on to friend or foe.
1: Let's get to it. Let's read a news story and see if you agree or disagree, friend or foe. There's a a new trend taking over the world, supposedly. It's called quiet quitting, and it's apparently sweeping multiple countries. Workers all over the world are jumping on a new quiet quitting trend to fight back against their demanding jobs. Quiet quitting is essentially a rejection of the idea that work has to take over your life and that you as an employee should be going above and beyond in your role. Instead, people are now reverting to only performing the duties outlined in their job description and politely declining to take on any more responsibilities outside of that or work longer hours than necessary. So, I guess, friend or foe, quiet quitting, is it an actual thing? Um, quite... Can you even qualify this as a trend or is this people just actually just doing their jobs? So friend, quiet quitting is not a thing. It's just people actually realizing that their life is not their work and they're just taking their paycheck or Phil, You should always strive to do more because a better company makes you a better employee and a better employee and a better company creates a better workforce and a better paycheck for you and your family, Wes.
2: Nine times out of 10, I typically agree with the employee. I usually side with that person because I think that corporations and companies and and employers typically look to fuck over their employees for their own benefit. And I've been in that boat. I've been in a situation like this where I was asked to perform a brand new set of responsibilities and, and then asked for more money and they kind of balked at it. Like, wait, what? I was like, well, yeah, why would I take on almost essentially another job if I'm not going to get paid anymore? Um, I would like to know a little bit more about this. If this is if this reads as it is. Uh, for instance, and when I say I'd like to lead, read a little bit more about it, but if someone says like, "Oh no, I'm not, I'm not dumping my waste paper basket. It's not my job responsibilities. I'm not dumping that into that trash can right there," or like, "No, I'm not, uh, I'm not replacing the uh, toilet paper. I don't care if I use all, every last square of it to wipe my little butt. Nope, no, I'm not doing. That. I don't give a fuck. It's not my, not my, job. If that's what they're doing, then I'll go with the employer. But <clears throat> if in fact employers are dumping, you know, uh, large lumps of responsibilities and role you know things that that quantify as your role i'm i'm gonna go with the employer i'm gonna say what'd you say friend for cri- yeah friend for quiet quitting yes friend um because i i think employers will get away with it you know give them an inch they'll take a mile and you are getting paid for presumably 40 hours maybe it's a little more maybe it's a little less for what you signed up for that's it
0: alan uh, I don't remember the parameters of your friend and or foe. Are, if, but are, I don't are, think are, are I don't you, think they matter anymore. Anyway. your
2: friend for quiet quitting or foe? You're an asshole who's just trying to fucking work less. Uh,
0: I guess friend the quiet kid quitting. I think I mean I I don't know that does that seems to makes it not make sense somehow, but fucking. I like the concept of the – well, that's kind of how I live my life. I just do my job, and I ask you to do yours as a colleague of mine. So, like – and sometimes I'm not the nicest person about it. I'm not very rude, but I am very blunt, and I will, in front of everyone, be like, that's your job, not mine. Sorry. Let me know how I can help you. Um, and I think that's kind of what the gist of this all is, is, like, you know, don't let the company run – fucking rampant all over you, asking you to do every little fucking thing when there are other people that are on the payroll that should be doing some shit. Uh, and that's okay with me. I'm okay. Fucking tell them to fuck off. Fuck these companies. I think I've said it before. Might get me fired one day. Who knows? I don't care. Fucking fuck them. It's a job.
1: I- I'm actually fell of the f- term that they've coined this, quiet quitting. Because yeah, to me, quiet quitting is like you just kind of stop doing your job and see how long it takes for them to notice Mm. that you haven't done a goddamn thing while collecting a paycheck. Because to me, what this sounds like, it almost sounds like the empowerment of the employee where the employees around the country, around the country and around the world are saying like, all right, look, I've been busting my balls and I'm not benefiting from this in any capacity, especially the paycheck capacity, which is really the only reason I show up to this place in the first place. And so Why would I go above and beyond if I'm not compensated for above and beyond? You know, if there's no incentive structure for doing more, it's. I feel like somehow it got into, like, the zeitgeist of employment that if you did more, then you would be promoted or rewarded in some capacity. And that notion seems to have gone out the window, like, a decade ago. It's like employers don't want to, like... They don't want to promote. They want to only pay you more once they give you the new job. And until they give you the new job, they just think, well, don't you want that promotion? Well, well yeah. But do I have to do this job more to get the promotion? Or can I just do this job exactly as it is
0: now, as well as I can do it? And so that's, that's not what they want. What, what, what happened was our idiot fucking parents decided that they were going to get duped by that exact fucking system. And our all of our parents, I guarantee you, work their fucking dicks off for probably barely fucking anything because they're they're dummies. Now, they benefited of a fucking better economy and fucking shit like that. Housing wasn't fucking quadruple the fucking living wage, but it is what it is. We're in today's world. They are the ones who allowed corporations to run rampant all over us. And fucking we are also dealing with such a fucking, you know, a, a landscape. It is what it is.
2: Yeah. You're you're 100% right about the uh, the differences in that. I I saw a really good uh, – I'm not sure if it was a meme or a poster. It was about, <clears throat> about someone saying something about basically someone from the 50s clowning on someone from our generation. It was like, OK, yeah. I mean you, sir, the only person working in a household could provide for your wife, two children, pay for a mortgage that had what? A 1.5% fucking interest rate. Uh, and a car, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, that's non-existent anymore. I mean, I guess you could if you have, you know, a 700-foot square house and you eat ramen noodles, fucking breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. But, uh, yeah, I I think then it it boils down to if you want to really create the slippery slope about what a job description is going to entail. I mean, they'll make those fuckers as general as they can make them. And I know for a fact, in my position, my employer is not going to say hey look we really uh we need you to pull your weight around here and get into sales uh, you know maybe just wheel and deal just a little bit on the side maybe a couple hours before and after your normal project management shift like they wouldn't they they know that they would be fucking up not only if i were to volunteer to do it i wouldn't sell shit i'd be like uh yeah man you want to you want to buy some network gear uh, got it at a really good rate uh, then like fuck stop stop we're done here this is this is no good but, um, you know, I, I'd certainly, like I said previously, when I was working at, at the hospital down the street, these fucking people tried to dump an entire position on my lap and then were absolutely flabbergasted that I was like, well, do I get any bump? Do I get any, you know, am I, am I going to get a, a, a pay raise? Am I going to get an increase on this? And they're like, wait, what? Well, well why? Why would we do that? It's like, Well, go fuck yourselves. No, I didn't say that, but I just said, oh, I'll have to, I'll have to sleep on this one, meaning, I'm telling you to go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, th- there, there is a lot to unpack there. I mean, em- employers have taken advantage of the American workforce, like for, for a long time now and, and not to like, and I'm not trying to create an, an issue or anything, but I think once, once women were fully equal and entered the work the workforce, I think they were like, Oh, well every household's a dual income now. So we can raise the price on everything. Because, like Alan said, there was a time where, like, the milkman could support, like, a family of four on his job alone where the wife was at home raising kids. And I'm not shitting on women and not blaming them for joining the workforce and wanting to have careers or anything. It's just there was a time where that's just how the world worked, and and employers understood that. So they paid a living wage to one human being in a household— And that one human being in the household was able to take his family on two vacations a year, afford a family car, afford a mortgage, and afford food on the table. And people were actually seemingly happy. And now people are miserable, have two people in the household earning a living, and can't do a goddamn thing half the time. I'm lucky to get one vacation a year. And I'm lucky to get fucking two days off a week. And my wife works. (laughs) it's it's fucking it's crippling so then to ask people to voluntarily do more is just asinine i mean i almost feel like this is just equaling the the playing field a little bit it's like okay you're paying me to do this job this is the only job i'm going to do nothing more i won't do less but i'm not gonna do anything more because you're not gonna reward me for it so fuck you and your profits because i'm making the same money
2: yeah yeah I mean, I I certainly don't know if that means you should, as soon as you sign a contract to work for an employer or, you know, a company or an organization like that, you should print out, you know, the job description as you read it when you signed up for and have it pinned up against your desk or your cube and be like, anything outside this? Mm -mm. Nope, no way. That also includes (laughs) my waste paper basket. Nothing like that. Not doing that.
0: Well, I, I don't know, man. Fuck that. Do that shit. Let's all do it and see what happens.
1: I mean, I, I think Alan's right is that I think I'm not saying we have them by the balls, but at this point, like hiring people is so hard. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, here's, here, there are so many people that would be willing to change jobs if, like, if 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 they just knew what they were getting into. I think there's that fear that, like, well, if I go to a new place, they're going to expect this of me and this of me, so I'm just going to stay where I am, be miserable here instead of being miserable somewhere else.
2: Well, oh, that's, like, the whole devil-you-know argument. Uh, but yeah. let's just say the power of money. I mean, we, we just joked around about some poor schmuck jumping into a macaque cage to steal fucking money. So pe- people are... I mean, Alan, I understand your rally cry and your rah-rah speech, but... If that's that's very difficult to do.
0: Hey man, I have made it so that I pick and choose where the fuck I work. Like I'm a goddamn mercenary. We've had this discussion before. Like, do do you want to pay me to do what I do? Because I'm good. I'm pretty good at it. I'm not bad at it. That's for fucking sure. And I don't stay. I will not stay anywhere. I have. I fucking actually hate staying places for very long times. It's fucking boring to me. Like, I do not have that mentality whatsoever. Like, I don't know giving us pensions. Where are these pensions at from back in the day that our idiot parents got? You know what I mean? Those, those shits don't exist anymore because they were like, you know what? We're, we're going to regulate that away. Don't give those to our kids. Fucking, we got them. Fucking. It, it, <laughs> we've been fucked by a generation before us, guys. And it is what it is. I on the I fucking hop around. Like right now, I'm fucking great. I'm happy. If things change, nah. fucking, I'll go sell fucking whatever. Because I if can. If you're a, I envy the seasoned salesman because
1: my my cousin is a seasoned salesman and he he half his time is networking for his job and half his time is networking for his next job and he's ready to fucking roll. Anytime, like anytime they're giving him shit, he's just like, all right, well, I've got three job leads. I'll just explore them. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, listen, we don't need you to do that then. Just keep doing what you're doing. Like that's his like ultimate trump card. It's like, I'll fucking leave. I'm making you X amount of money every quarter. Would you like to continue to make that amount of money every quarter? And they say, yes, we would. And he says,
2: all right, then I'll stay.
0: Otherwise, I'm fucking gone. Good
2: talk. Quiet quitting. Uh, Look at that. That's the ultimate (laughs) quiet quitting. Yeah,
1: I just think, I think, I think here's, I guess the, the moral of the story is to employ employers is like, let good employees just fucking do their fucking job, the job you hired them for, period, done, full stop. And they will do that incredibly well. If you keep fucking taxing them with more, then the job you hired them for is going to fucking falter, and they're going to be miserable and fucking disgruntled and your shit will fail eventually. Mm-hmm. So stop. It's not quiet quitting. It's actively working.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm a friend.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, like they just asked Ric Flair to lose all the time. You know, Christ, he was doing a job, a damn good job. You ask more out of him wrestling six days a week, hour at a time. He should have quit a long Did he time win ago. His,
1: I, guess, I guess he won his last match. Didn't he just do one more at 70?
2: Yeah, it was a tag team match with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal and some other guy I've never heard of. Passed out twice. He was
1: dehydrated. Really? Like during the match or after? No, during. <laughs> really?
2: Yeah, I mean... There are a couple, a couple times where we, I don't know if we're if we're done with friend or foe, and we're just going to go into Ric Flair's last match. That's yeah, fine with well, yeah, me. we can go right into Ric Flair. That,
1: <laughs> my friends, is your friend or foe. Okay.
2: But yeah, they're I they pinpointed it, and I I look back. The first time that definitely looks like he's just uh, he's gotten beaten up, and he makes a tag, and then he goes the lays down on the lays down rig side just looks like, you know, he just got the shit kicked out of him and he's selling it, but actually he's be fucked up. There is a time when his teammate hands him, you know, I'm using air quotes, brass knucks, but the inanimate object, you know, the thing with tape over it that you put over your hand that most wrestlers are stuffed down their they uh, their their they they're tights that they don't have to do the boxer brief tra- uh, uh, trick to get it out of. And he's just like, he kind of like grabs it and, and is just looking off into space. And his body's like, Come on, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get up. And that time is 100% like, holy shit, something's wrong.
0: God damn it. Uh. It's terrible.
2: He, it, it's on deadly. his podcast, he said he was dehydrated because he was trying to get to a particular weight. But what the fuck does it matter? He wrestled with a shirt on, okay? And that's not, that's not a knock on him. I get it. No matter how good you look at 72 or 73, uh, <clears throat> shirt off is, <laughs> you're going to, it's going to take a lot to suspend belief about a pro wrestler uh, looking like that. So I get it. You wrestled with a shirt on, but he was so fucking determined to get to like 220 pounds or something like that that he just dehydrated the living shit out of himself.
1: I mean, just be, be, a, be healthy enough to move. I mean, because Ric Flair was never in, as far as professional wrestlers are concerned, especially from his era, like after he stopped doing steroids. There was, he wasn't, or after the helicopter accident, like, when he broke his back, he couldn't, like, do certain things, so he never looked like he was in the greatest shape in comparison to other professional wrestlers. He always had kind of, like, droopy titties and shit, and, yeah, what was he, what look was he going for? At no point do I expect a 70-some-year-old man to, like, be jacked. Yes, I'll be impressed if you are, but if you're anything but, like, Mr. Universe, I'm, I'm not holding it against you.
2: Right. Here's, uh, by the way, here's a look at him after afterwards. Right there. Shoo-wee. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, if, if that
1: middle picture is a look at him during, like, just, <laughs> I don't know which one's worse.
2: He made it out alive. He won. the. Uh, apparently, the gate was okay. The pay-per-view was okay. So, congratulations. Don't wrestle anymore.
1: Did it Was it just that he wanted to, like, win the last match? Because the last match he had was against Shawn Michaels where it was, like, lose and retire. And, yeah, he loses, well, which is what causes him to retire. But then,
2: remember, he went to TNA and uh, wrestled a good bit there.
1: Oh, I did not know
2: that. Yeah, for a few years. Really? He sure did, yeah. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. <laughs> and that last match against Shawn Michaels really wasn't that bad. If you went out on that, like, everybody no, was- knew the jig.
2: It was a great match, yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody knew the jig was up at that point. Like, oh, Rick, we know you're just losing because that's the stipulation. Like, everybody knew that wrestling was like, like the cat was out of the bag at that point. Like, we know you're going to lose, Rick.
2: It's okay, he, yeah, but I mean, he's such a showman that he superseded belief just for a fleeting moment. I thought maybe oh, Christ, he might pull it off. He might win and then say, "Fuck it, I'm done."
1: But I did like that he came out to that match, that last one, the the, the recent one with uh, the belt that they thought was like gone
2: forever. Damn! Someone just dropped something upstairs. Thought it was thunder. <laughs> so, so scared the poop no, the out big of me.
1: belt, the, the the old NWA yeah. belt that carried over to WCW. Yeah, that, the, the they big they gold belt. Fl-
2: big gold belt. Yeah.
1: Well, when he when he left and came over to the WWF, like they thought it was gone forever and they hadn't seen it since then and he he came out with that
2: belt By the has been hiding it Ooh, damn right he good has. for him good for him that's your limitations <laughs> that's right well i think it's time for fun fact friday if you ask me
1: that's right my friends so does anybody have a uh, a tune they would like me to sing a fun fact friday uh, intro to
2: mm. <laughs> on sure. the spot
1: i'll see if i can do it
2: uh do uh char michael's theme
1: I'm just a sexy boy.
2: Boom, 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 boom.
1: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you want some facts? You know it's Friday. I got the knowledge that'll drive your mind wild. It's from my calendar. At OMG. I got some facts for you and me. They're just some sexy facts. Sexy
2: facts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <It's crazy. laughs> <laughs> They're all fun facts. Fun
2: facts. <laughs>
1: Brought to you by the
2: Shits
1: Recovery Group. Here we go. Ah, oh, thank you for that. Job, job uh,
2: well done. You get paid. Thanks. Listen, you get paid more for that one. I I appreciate
1: it. <laughs> Next week, I'm only doing my job. That's right, my friends. It's time for five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Brought to you, of course, by. The Shin Splints Recovery Group, if you got any pain below the knee and above the ankle, find yourself some like-minded morons on the Shin Splints Recovery Group. Find them on Facebook. Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. OMG facts. Did you know dolphins shut down half their brains when they
2: sleep? How much do we shut down? That's a great question. I have no, like... Yeah, what's the frame of reference here? Like, compare... I mean, if, if there were something that uh, that I could compare that to, that sounds fascinating. Uh, but, but no, I didn't know that. Uh, but I'll be eager to know what macaques do when they sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel
1: like that's, I feel like you activate 100% of that. Like, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is it something they're doing, like, it's not like they are they mindful of this. Or are they like, all right, time to sleep, and then just fucking shut down, or is it just like, I don't know, there's I, all these instincts that shut off.
2: The only thing I, I can think of with uh, mammals that are aquatic, who you know, who have to breathe air, if there's something that that, but, like, okay, for instance, hippos, uh, they fa- they fall asleep underwater, but they have a muscle reflex that they float up when they have to breathe, and you know, they, their nose comes above. Uh, above the water, breathe and they go back down for another, like 5 to 10 minutes. And they, but they remain sleeping the entire time. Now, that's wild. D- does a hip does a hippo keep half his brain on and the other half off? I have no I assume those big dumb animals just 100% are off. Uh but again, that's just that's it's a non biologist saying some dumb shit right there.
1: So what do dolphins like when they sleep, do they just kind of like sleep near the surface? And just like use in the blowhole, just like breathe while they're out?
0: I don't know. <laughs> Let me look it up. We're gonna
2: have to get to the this bottom of this to... half a brain and how they I mean, uh crocs can kind of float, or crocs are any type of crocodile, alligator, caiman. they can kind of keep their nose uh just slightly above. But they can also hold yeah, their but... hold their breath for like a half hour to an hour at a time.
1: Yeah, but like a crocodile is like Crocodile is like a hammer, man. It just is. It, right. does it. it just is what it is. Like it doesn't. Dolphins are intelligent, you know. Yeah. A crocodile is just like me eat, me sleep. That's it. Whereas a dolphin, like you know, they 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 think, they do stuff. They <laughs> flip around.
2: <laughs> By the way, there, fun. There's, there's an excellent Jamie Kennedy experiment involving a dolphin. I'll leave it at that. Listeners, go check that out on YouTube.
1: All right, well, we'll revisit the dolphins here in a few minutes, but let's get to our next fun fact. Did you know a grizzly bear has enough bite strength to crush a bowling ball?
2: Oh, I wonder what poor fucking grizzly was the test subject for that thing. It's <laughs> lost its teeth. <laughs> well, we're not. I mean, well, we, you know, again,
1: back to the old uh, middle class holes, you know, animal fights. How many people did we say it would take to take on a grizzly? Did we, did we go up like like fifty or something?
2: Uh, it was something like that. And I we have a somewhat passive listener. Actually, the gentleman who made our logo, Rob, uh, after he made our logo, got into listening to us to a little bit and texted me and said, "I'm going to tell you right now, you throw fucking fifty fucking soldiers. Uh, they're not with guns, but fifty you know trained men, and they're fucking not coming out alive against a grizzly." So.
0: Mm. I oh, don't know, man. We could we can rehash that a different day. Yeah. I well
1: I know I need to rehash it right now. I think fifty men. 50 I think you'd, men? you'd have I think yeah. fifty men, I I think you'd have forty nine bodies on the ground.
0: But are, they I think you hand, might... are they barehanded? are they bare handed? Yeah. Nothing? Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I still think I still think it's, it's there's some possibilities. The grizzly
2: can bite a bowling ball and crush it. Man can bite an apple. And kind of crush it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but the, <laughs> I mean
0: you can only bite one bowling ball at a time. Well, it's I mean? not a bite fight. I mean, they don't have to like bite each no, other to death. I understand that as well. I'm just saying. The sheer volume.
1: Well, I guess that's what I mean. I think if yeah. you like if they'd all have to like surround and storm at the same time. Yeah. I mean the first ten are fucked.
0: Yeah. I mean the a lot of carnage. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: The first ten people in are like they're they're just blood piles. Yeah, There's the, nothing left of them. The
2: first human skull is going to look like that eight pounder that you're testing at the fucking local bowling alley. You're like, man, this one got a good, good, uh, good, good hole to it. I like this one. <laughs> that that's fucking getting fucked.
0: All right, yeah, dolphin dolphin sleep is wild, bro. all right, oh. all right let's get back to dolphin sleep. All <laughs> right, so dolphin sleep, uh, like you said, they only half of their brain. So they can't sleep like us because they would drown because they have to actively breathe like Wes kind of mentioned. So what they do is they can either like rest towards near the surface or they swim very slowly, like towards the surface as well uh, because they still got to breathe. And one half of their brain is shut off and the other is conscious. So like if you were to see them, like when one half of the brain is on the opposite eye is open and the, the the so like yeah if that makes sense so cuz yeah all that shit crossing wow crosses yeah. crosses hemispheres so um yeah so like they never really like like we shut it all down at once they don't do that because they can't they have to stay alert for danger and mm. for breathing purposes like our bodies when we shut it down at night know to automatically breathe like they don't have that luxury
2: wow it's like wow. cat cat napping. It's like dolphin napping. Yeah, totally different. <laughs> totally different. Thank you, thank you, US.
1: <laughs> Did you know the meaning of the phrase "pipe dream" refers to ideas thought up while smoking opium?
2: <laughs>
0: That's gonna, not, that checks out.
2: Yeah, I was going to guess weed, but uh, opium. Wow, guess opiate addicts have a. <laughs> Have some have some passions, have some desires, have have goals, lofty ones.
1: Well, I imagine like you know, I mean, opium, you know, you had the opium wars like between the British and the Chinese like, like centuries ago. I mean, like, it, I mean, it makes sense because the word, the phrase, pipe dream has been around for quite some time, dude. Look up some like whenever you get a chance, like just look up pictures of like Chinese opium dens. Like, the, there were wealthy Chinese, well, you know what? Hold on. There were wealthy Chinamen who, like, they spent their entire day, like, they would lay pillows on the ground, and they would just lie on their sides and just, like, hit a hookah filled with fucking opium all day. That's all they did. That was their life.
2: Damn, yeah, man. 100% of their brain shut down. <laughs> well, they,
1: yeah, good way to do that. But they were gonna, they were gonna start that business tomorrow.
2: <laughs> That's right. You, you, you want to know one of the latest uh, pipe dreams that came true? Motherfuckers were in Tasmania. Like, Well, we should break into that macaque cage and steal all them fucking them dollars. <laughs>
1: you know what, though? That was a dream come true. That was.
2: You had to be on OPN to jump from fucking. I I, I assume it's ten to fifteen feet, right? And then be able sure. to climb out of it.
1: Yeah. Well, I imagine though, in a, a monkey, a monkey den. It's got to be fully enclosed. You can't just even you can't even have any part of it open. No. So how would they even get in there?
2: No, well, you, you had some someone on opium fucking lowering it down, you know? Someone with a with a rope tied around their waist cuz the
0: DC Zoo has that fucking like rope highway that monkeys can cross. Like it is they are not covered. Like if a monkey just decided to drop off of that rope, well, it would probably do some damage maybe, but like it would still be out of a cage. So I don't wait. Know. It's, an, it's an open air rope bridge. Yeah. So there's like wow. one one enclosure and another enclosure, and fucking a mm-hmm. rope bridge above it, and you can like walk right underneath it and watch them fucking like just walking across. But hypothetically, they could just fucking <laughs> dip out.
1: <clears throat> yeah, but they probably it's probably just they, the zookeepers are probably just smart enough to be like, all right, how how high can a They'll
0: monkey break a be leg before he dies?
1: Yeah. And the, and the monkeys probably like, God damn it, <laughs> yeah, that's like ten feet too high, fuckers, and they just can't.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's got to be it. I'm sure. Certainly a monkey pi- a, mon-
2: a monkey pipe dream, if you will.
0: That's the game. Sketchy. I saw a
1: monkey. I watched a video. It was like a ten minute video. It was a monkey fucking with a fucking with a tiger. Oh, and this tiger could totally fuck this monkey up, but the monkey was too agile, too fast. Kept jumping down, grabbing the tiger's tail, yanking it, getting back in the tree. That tiger was pissed, dude. Couldn't do a goddamn thing about it, though. I think
2: I've seen that because I went down the rabbit hole of them fucking with dogs. Because mm. yeah, they, they'd screw with uh, you know tame dogs, same way. Just, you know, tail, boom, boom, come around, boom, smack it, pshh, out of the yep. way. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. Just
1: like, this monkey is very full of himself, but God damn it, <laughs> Did you know? The world's largest equestrian statue is the Genghis Khan equestrian statue in Mongolia, which stands 131 feet tall. It's mean, yeah, it's big, but this doesn't seem that big.:
2: What uh, differentiates equestrian statue from some person on a
1: horse? That's it.:
2: Oh, okay. I, th- I vaguely remember that because I was looking at, about a month ago, came across the largest statues in the world, and there's some phew, there's some fucking more so because it, I think I saw looking at World Cup venues and then got going on in the past and that one in Rio. What's it? It's the you know the the one that overlooks yeah, that overlook, gotcha Christ, yeah it overlooks Rio and that's pretty far down in the top ten. It is in the top ten, but not you know not top five. There's some massive motherfuckers and all of them come out of Asia.
1: Yeah, it's because, because like we we can't technologically invent anything. But we could build you a statue.
2: Yeah. Or we could piss away, you know, a billion dollars <laughs> on something like that. <laughs> We're not, what are we going to do? I mean, you have Mount Rushmore, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that's about it, right? <laughs>
0: not really a statue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, but that is
1: like, that's impressive. That impresses me because, like, I mean, they used explosives to make that thing. I mean, you imagine like an explosive isn't doesn't seem like a precision instrument. And to like blast that much rock away and to
0: create that. Yeah, but I think it was like a little fine tuned after the explosions. Sure, but to
1: be able to like like take dynamite <laughs> like a hundred years ago and be like, I'm gonna make George Washington watch this and just fucking blow up a fucking Ton of rock. I mean, that's pretty yeah, amazing. It
2: makes you wonder if you could have given Michelangelo fucking C four. But God, man, build me something. I mean, God knows who the hell I. I couldn't tell you who was the uh, the engineer and the the artiste behind Mount Rushmore. But if you given Michelangelo, you know that that type of fucking technology, boy, phew, man, Genghis Khan would have been seven thousand feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> <There's a difference. laughs> None of that makes any sense. <laughs>
1: there's a great there's a great like a uh, comic and it's like uh, fine I'll paint your fucking ceiling I'm gonna put dicks all over it
2: in <laughs> <laughs> the Sistine Chapel yeah.
1: yeah and finally did you know chocolate is proven to cause arousal
2: similar to sexual foreplay I did know that chocolate is an aphrodisiac so where are that I mean, sexual okay. sexual foreplay. There's a few others, oysters, and yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> Rhino penis. <laughs> Booze. <laughs> <laughs> Booze. <laughs> yes.
1: Why aren't there more chocolate liqueurs, if that's the case? Like pure chocolate with a little bit of like, you know, like the good folks of White Claw. Looking for a sponsorship, by the way. The good folks of White Claw, why don't you make yourself like a nice chocolate gross i know that is pretty
0: terrible please don't
1: i know yeah i know but but alcohol seems to open things up a little bit and then you know and if if, if chocolate gets you there then like, you would think that those two things together would be like the the perfect aphrodisiac
0: uh i mean i think there are those things but we just don't drink them you can get like chocolate double like Chocolate martinis and shit like that. There's like chocolatey things you can do. I know, but it just seems like that there should be like the panty
1: dropper. Like that should just straight up be a drink. Like a like just pure, <laughs> just like
0: coca fucking <laughs> just, just cocaine and fucking booze and Everclear. <laughs> just cocaine, Ever, just cocaine, yeah. and Everclear. You know, I
1: I I feel like that would get you, That would get you plenty of, of, of macaque money if you will. Yeah, like you would be like like that's the kind of thing that causes you to break into a fucking monkey enclosure, not break into a fucking bedroom full of like sweaty sheets.
2: <laughs> See, you break in and the the are, the sheets are already sweaty. You could walk go, into an orgy. Could go either,
0: could go either way. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the bottom uh, of course.
1: that my That, my friends, is your sexy Fun Fact Friday.
2: Well, thank you, Mer, for Fun Fact Friday. And tonight, before you go, this was posted on the official Middle Class Holes Facebook page. Alan will give you all the social media outlets here in a little bit. But, scientist apologizes after photo, a star, turns out to be a slice of chorizo. A world-renowned French scientist has apologized after it was revealed that a photo... He claimed was a star captured by the James Webb Space Telescope was actually a slice of chorizo. A gentleman's name is Etienne Klein, a physicist at France's Alternative Energies and Atomic Energies Commission, posted the photo last week praising the level of detail. Later on, uh, it's, and then he said 4.2 uh, light years away, blah, blah, blah. New worlds unveil every day. Uh, turns out it's just a sl- just a slice of some spanish sausage <laughs> and uh to give you folks a frame of reference who are watching here on our page right there and you can check out the uh the link on our on our facebook page um then he says basically i did it uh, as a hoax so people uh would it would raise awareness about fake news online and for people to be more oh, yeah. <laughs> well murder has got Strong opinion, oh, so what? here we go. Good fucking twat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: did it to raise awareness. No, you didn't, you fucking cocksucker. You did it to fucking like get hits on your webpage. Period. Done. in the story. Dick. This is why people don't trust science.
2: It's, I don't know. I, sh- I, I strongly disagree. Alan, do you have any thoughts?
0: I mean, this guy fucked up. That's for damn sure. It's not a great time for fucking making people doubt scientists more, because look at the gullible amongst us. You know what I mean? So, it yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's pretty funny that it was Teresa, though. That's just... <laughs> <fun>. I, <laughs>
2: okay. I... I. I legitimately believe that these people were drinking a little bit of wine, him and his colleagues, and they were out and about getting some, some wine and some food and enjoying themselves. And they looked at that and said, holy shit, put that against a black background. Take a picture of that. You could pass that off as a fucking planet somewhere 4.2 light years away. Um, and, and it worked. People are like fucking gullible. And he thought it was funny. And he said, so I, I guarantee you, I think at some point, once it caught on, he then had to step in and be like, look, this is fake. It's a hoax. Good for him. Good for him for stepping in. But yeah, I, I don't just sit in here saying like, fuck him. This is clickbait stuff. Yeah, it is clickbait stuff. But for a guy like this to try to raise awareness, good for him.
1: Yeah. But for a guy like me, good for me. He's not trying to. You know, you know, you're full of shit. Tell me, you're full of shit. Or you wouldn't have give, too many You wouldn't. Heineken. You
2: wouldn't get. Well, first of all, this is one. I had one other natty light. Yeah, they're tall boys, but eat an ass. Second, eat a treeso <laughs> ass. Second of all, uh, you wouldn't given a flying fuck about a fucking planet discovered or not discovered. Yes, I would. And it was a star, by the way. And it was.
1: And and, and here's the thing. When you hold that kind of prestige, you can't do this kind of shit. This is how you create flat earthers. That's the point is when scientists start pretending because then then now I have to go back and I have to question everything else. I have to go back and say, like, what about that last photo that NASA released from the what's what's the the web? Because, look, this web space telescope is brand spanking new. And everybody's fucking, all the scientists are getting, they're they're rock hard. Their, their, their macaque fucking monkey enclosures are fucking, like, filled to the brim right now. And they are sitting there showing you these pictures. And they're like, yeah, believe this science that we spent $10 billion in 20 years developing. And this guy takes a slice of chorizo. Because if that's the case, then you can take pictures of all sorts of food products and claim that they're astrological phenomenon and pretend that all of these things, all of these endeavors that we've spent billions of dollars on are worthwhile. Or you could just take pictures of food and not spend billions of dollars.
2: I I have to think this was done out of a good place in his heart. He's a, he's a scientist. No, No, what he was trying to be fucking spiteful about it. He was trying to stir the pot, trying to make people know, he says, uh, raise awareness about fake news.
1: Alan, I'm going to need your input here because I have a feeling you're on my side. I mean, which is rare.
0: Yeah, it's tough. Like I said, I think I, this is a tough time to be fucking. This is a tough time to be having this kind of shit happen because, like, you can't. It opens the door to being like, all right, man, sciencey things are suspect and sciencey things are already kind of suspect in this world, which has us in a very funny place. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs>
2: it like, is hilarious. Just, I mean, just
0: effectively. yes. Question and, think, and,
2: and question any fucking type of sliced meat on a black background. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Question that. It's funny.
1: I, I think it's hilarious. I do. I non PhD Andrew Murr, think it's hilarious. Hold on. You PhD- just said
2: you give a shit about new stars and and, and planets being discovered. I do. I, I do. I, when was the last one? When's the last significant one that you remember being like, you know, in your mind, noteworthy?
1: What? Like specific planet?
2: Yeah. Or star.
1: Oh. Oh, man. Like, well, IO 6412395. I mean, that motherfucker like is it. fascinating. I mean, it's it's a Goldilocks planet. Um, 45 light years away. And it, it has... <laughs> i oh, fucking no. I'm making shit up just like fucking Frenchie did here.
2: Yeah. Okay. So you don't care. Fair is, enough. All right. I made my point. Got it.
1: No. Look, 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 look. When I think about the flat earthers, their point of contention is that these guys are just making shit up and they've got degrees to back up their nonsense. And then this guy takes a slice of chorizo, puts it on a fucking black piece of fucking construction paper, <laughs> snaps a photo, and says, hey, check out this star I just discovered with the brand new web-space telescope. And then everybody's like, wow, that's fucking fascinating. Just kidding, it's Chorizo. You should look out for fake news. No, he only posted that it was fake news when he got caught for posting a picture of fucking Chorizo. That's all that happened there, which tells you that all of these pictures, especially with computer-generated technology, all these pictures could be fabricated and a lot of them are like n- like legitimately fabricated for reasonable explanations because a lot of these telescopes only take pictures of like like numbers, you know, and then they they dissect the numbers and they put them in a computer and they make a computer generated model of what they would look like if you could see them with the naked eye, which you can't. And so you create this fucking realm of speculation.
2: uh, And when the
1: speculation can be attached to a piece of chorizo, it makes people fucking like really, really curious about what's real and what's fake.
2: First of all, I find it humorous that you – your impersonation of a gentleman named Etienne Klein, a French physicist, sounds like Billy Baldwin from fucking Biodome. Second of all, (laughs) this person isn't interested in convincing fucking flat earth nutters – Why, why they're not wasting their time trying to convince these people who can't be convinced otherwise they're already gone, man. These fucking, these people, there's no on the fencers about it. Very few. They're not, there's a, there's a small percentage of these fucking people. And I swear to God, he wasn't like, Hey, this, this will, this will really stir the pot with the flat earthers.
1: No, I don't think he thought about it at all. He he shouldn't, nor should
2: he, nor should he. He's got way, way better things to do than, than think about those people at all. Apparently
1: not. Apparently he's gotta sit down and have a fucking few drinks of wine, a few slices of cheese, and some chorizo and think it's fucking hilarious to fake the entire world out of a fucking new star being discovered with a fucking ten billion dollar fucking satellite.
2: He didn't fake the entire world out. He faked us out when we found out about the fucking chorizo. No one knew none of us three knew about this new fucking planet until we found out it was chorizo. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's not a planet. Sorry, star. It's a, fa- it's a fake star.
1: It's a superstar. And the point the point I'm making is he strengthens mm-hmm. the flat earther's argument. The flat earther's argument is that scientists have been making up shit, just like archaeologists have been making up shit, for centuries. Mm-hmm. And then he goes and he puts this thing up here and he yeah. says, Oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. Ugh, I am just trying to convince people that, that uh, there is a... Uh, fake things out there. Ha, 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 ha. And Sounds more
0: realistic. And <laughs> Thank so you. <laughs> the,
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. The point is, is if he can convince an even slightly educated community that this is a newfound star mm-hmm. with a piece of meat, then what has the intellectual elite been able to do for de- decades or centuries without meat and without admitting that they fucking Made up some shit
2: yeah, You peer, see my point yeah, there's, a, there's a peer review process You know
1: Yeah but if, if there was a point where like Even the peers were like eh, Yeah I know that's bullshit But it looks good so let's just go with it
2: <laughs> yes. I, I, I Okay I understand What you're saying about <clears throat> Distancing Or distancing the intellectual community from the flat earthers more. But again, I don't think that these people give a fuck about what the flat earthers think anymore. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They're not trying to they, convince those people about anything of, of any shape, form or fashion. It's a waste of time. They're already convinced. But, but let's say you're on
1: the fence. Let's say like you watch a YouTube video and you're like, man, they make some compelling points about <laughs> About the earth being a pancake in space. I don't know.
2: I think you need to fucking smoke some <laughs> smoke some weed, grab your telescope and look at fucking some sausage close up. All right.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think that's pretty synonymous.
0: I mean, I don't know.
2: <laughs> Go look at some I
0: meat. <laughs> Go do all that. You should look at meat more closely.
2: <laughs> look at meat more closely. And if closely.
0: you're
1: high if you're high, you're gonna stare at a piece of pepperoni real close for a few <laughs> <laughs> minutes. <laughs>
2: Before you eat it, that's right. That's so it. Like
0: the marbling.
2: <laughs> God, this thing looks fucking legit, man. Looks like it does look legit. Like well, I saw it the first
0: time, I was like, "God damn, that does look like a fucking star."
2: <laughs> I showed a couple of my coworkers, and they were like, "God damn." I did not,
0: I did not read the thing at first, and I was like, "That dev- that's definitely like a uh, Jupiter. That's like a uh, like a Jupiter thing that looks Jupiter-y yeah. that, that I've yeah. seen in telescopes before." Uh, <laughs>
1: It looks like one of those like UV like uh, filtered fucking pictures of the sun. I'm like, okay, so yeah, so um so how many of these things, how many of these things are faked? How m- okay, we talked about the quiet quitting, okay, imagine you're a fucking astrophysicist and they're like, all right, listen, Dave, <laughs> we're gonna need a picture of like a, a new astrological fucking like anything. From you or you're you're done here. It's like, all right, fuck.
0: Somebody get me a knife. I got some fucking gabagool in the fridge. <laughs> that should work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> somebody, get me- that. Somebody-,
1: somebody get me a sharp knife and a cured meat. Yeah. I, mean, I gotta pass this fuck. I gotta get my doctoral out there.
2: Get my thesis through the door. ATN <laughs> Klein is a real prick. Oh, uh, shit. All right, Alan, tell the uh, all the childrens and all the humans and all the macaques where you can find the middle class holes.
0: This is mostly for the macaques. Mm. But you can find us, of course, on all of your favorite social media platforms. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MDL Classholes. You can find us on Facebook and TikTok as the middle class holes. And, of course, for your listening pleasures, please find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And our favorite mode of communication—that I wish, I hope it doesn't look like we have anything in. Nope, there's a good confirmation there that tickle our tummies at gmail dot com. The repository where we keep all of our electronic mails is empty at the moment. Mm. We would like someone to fill our our repository with macaques. So, <laughs> you send us pictures, send us videos, macax'd Be cool, you
2: know. <laughs> us out macox eating, eating chorizo, yeah, whatever you Macauk's
0: got chorizo, if that's a thing. It sounds very niche, but I'm sure someone in the San Fernando Valley's made it.
2: Whatever you, <laughs> right, right next to airplane man. <laughs> oh, hey, who? Uh, what's her face from Greece died right?
0: Oh yeah, living newton job.
2: We give such good send-offs. Yeah, what do you guys think? Uh? <coughs>
0: Z- Zayn, right? Is that what? Is that the other thing she was in?
2: Uh, wow. I don't. She was in a Biggie uh, rhyme.
0: Yeah, Xanadu.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. she was.
1: Th- she also did. You know, that she. She was a singer. She was yeah, yeah, night. yeah, yeah. That's mm. what.
0: Well, that's what. How, like how she became famous, right? It wasn't Let's even like, get
1: physical, yeah. physical. Oh yeah. I'm gonna give Andrew Murrays first boner. First boner <laughs> <laughs> with my video. Video,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, she
1: was quite the uh, looker. Yeah, and, yep. and well, he, here's the thing, and I know we do bad send-offs, but and I know it's breast cancer. It's very tragic. It's very sad. Was it was. She had an ex, but she had an ex-husband who faked his death to get away from her. Okay. So it makes me wonder how crazy she was.
2: Wow, man! Faked, Damn, I didn't know that. Faked his fucking death.
1: I wasn't on yeah. that
0: on Fight Friday.
1: All right. Alan, you're better at this than I am. Look up. Olivia Newton-John, uh-huh. husband, fake fake death. And I believe that he, like, left her, like, went to Mexico with, like, half her fortune and then just lived his life and then ended up getting, like, spotted by some tourists and was like, hey, aren't you so-and-so? And it's like, God, oh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. He's dead.
0: <laughs> Patrick McDermott is his name. <laughs> Okay. American cameraman. He disappeared on June 30th, 2005, <laughs> on an overnight fishing trip off the coast of Los Angeles. He was the on and off boyfriend of Olivia Newton John. The Coast Guard concluded that he was likely lost at sea. Uh, since his disappearance, unsubstantiated claims have been made, particularly in the Australian media, that he faked his death and is still alive in Mexico.
2: Damn. I yeah.
1: believe he was found. And it was like all true that he faked his death. You get away
2: from her. Let's see. Probably sucking down cervases and eating chorizo by the. <laughs> by the it was
0: on America's Most Wanted. <laughs> he was. Eight a- line NBC ran a story <laughs> on this shit. Yeah. Investigators went undercover to Mexico to look for him.
2: Uh, God, Listen, God bless it's, him.
0: Disappeared it, to avoid debts. Including owing $8,000 to his ex-wife.
2: What? Eight G's. <laughs> hey,
0: fucking... man, are you moving to Mexico for eight grand? <laughs> Fuck that. And <laughs> yeah, you
1: know in, in Mexico with eight grand, man, you can, you can make some headway. That's actually fairly true.
2: <laughs> I, I'd suppose, but I mean, I, the, 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 to, to fake your own death, I mean, Christ, isn't that illegal?
1: Yeah, but, I mean, you know, if you're dead, nothing's illegal. <laughs> you got to get away with it. it sounds like, like circular, everything
2: else. it's some circular reasoning right there. Thinking it you're sure dead illegal, but yeah, when you're dead, nothing's illegal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you can get away with it, then you fucking, y- y- you won. I mean, look, <laughs> here's the thing. If you were willing to give up all of your American freedoms, you could live a fucking really high-in-the-sky life. And in a third world country, I mean, with the bank accounts, I guarantee with the bank accounts, the three of us have, we could live like kings in a fucking decrepit country somewhere. I mean, we would have to live in a dirt hut, but we could afford anything we wanted that a third world country has to provide.
2: Yeah. But then, you you know, for a fact that when it comes time to like, okay, amigo, what's your name? Uh, ja, Johnny, Joey, John, J- J- Johnson, Stein, senior uh, macaca our friend, our friend. I, he, excuse me, that's my name. <laughs> 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 we have a tough time uh, getting, getting away from our past. It's it's like these stories, we're going to get all drunk on these cervezas, and we'll be like, oh, this is one time. Uh, yeah, that never happened. Never mind. <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> this guy's definitely in Mexico.
1: He didn't. T- oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I swear they found him. I swear they found him. So, like, but
0: it seems like after reading, like, I just perused this really quickly, uh, that, like, multiple news organizations and, like, investigators, I think, have found him, or at least, a representative of him. Yeah. Uh, and, like, he never, there. nothing's ever substantiated. They never get, like, pictures of their mother's motherfucker, no interviews, no nothing. But, like, they definitely have all talked to someone, some kind of intermediary between him and the him and these people, and they so say moral- he's going around as under his birth name Pat Kim because he's Korean.
1: See, the moral of the story is: rest in peace,
2: Olivia.
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Your ex husband got you, bitch. That's rude. She was a nice lady.
2: You might wind up Maybe. at some. Might wind up at some karaoke bar in fucking Kansas City. It might have been
0: a little much for Patrick Kim, but. a <laughs> <laughs> lady, nice lady. Uh,
2: Alright, folks. Well, until next week. So long. Enjoy. Take it easy. Give me a big
0: old glass <laughs> of beer. Cause I get drunk most every day. Always seem to find myself late do fuck, I'm still riding like a pup I fell down, but my dick's still up Well, sometimes I may need a hand When I'm just too drunk to stay I don't need your sympathy, keep your judgment too Cause you just give it a little pull And my dick's strong like bull Ready to satisfy my woman the whole night through I get drunk most of every the day Everyone loves scooter is a gay You might be on this hook,
2: Do you look?